three, two, one. Hey, welcome back to System and Soul. Chris White and Bench Miller here coming at you live. And continuing on our uh, deep dives into System and Soul, uh, today's episode is dedicated to the system side and specifically the cadence, uh, otherwise known as maybe the heartbeat of your organization. So Bench, take us on that deep dive in cadence. What's that all about? Yeah, so, you know, last time we did a deep dive, we went into design, and that's really about getting everyone kind of moving the same direction right. with the same mode of operation. You know, this is how we do things here. Today, we're talking, you know, we get everybody lined, but people have different wirings, they have different speeds, and we've got to make sure that people don't get left behind, out too far in front, or off track. And that's what cadence really is about. It's about moving at the same speed as an organization. So we're going to break that down into three ideas, three tools, and do a deep dive on each one of those. And so the three, I'll give it to you ahead of time, objectives, these healthy fit conversations, and our weekly thing. So let's start with objectives. And I think we've all, you know, had this idea right, of these big 90-day objectives. It makes sense. You know, a, a week, a month is too short to do something big and meaningful. In a year, you run out of steam, lose focus, things change. So we need these 90-day objectives. The way that we, you know, we talked about bets last time. Right. So the way that we prioritize our bets is through these objectives. And the objective needs to have a mission. So what is the mission of this objective? Let's get really clear. Uh, we have a tool called Commander's Intent. Hey, let's put that in the show notes for everybody. This idea of Commander's Intent was written by John Ritchie, who you've heard his name a hundred times on this podcast. Uh, and then we want to talk about the key results. What are some key results that if, if these were true, it would make the object, objective a success? If we get these three things done, these right. four things done, it's kind of like the math problem. This plus this plus this equals success for this objective. So we're going to break it down. And this is, this is a way of getting really clear in the session room about what the objective is. Too many times uh, I've seen, and I feel like the biggest failure when this happens, is you get to the end of the quarter and you're doing a review on objectives and there's like ambiguity in the room. And you're like, how is oh my god oh i didn't know you were i didn't know you were doing that bench i, I thought you were going to yeah. deliver this <laughs> right i didn't know that's what that meant you're like how did <laughs> right. this happen where you know where where did we go oh, so yeah. wrong so if we can break this down into some key results then we get really clear about what that looks like now we've got our objective our mission for this for this objective we've got our key results now we want to think about the 30 and 60 day milestones and I'm, I'm, this is a new deal for most people listening. In your weekly syncs, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, your weekly things at 30 days and 60 days, I want you to stop. I want you to pause from your normal agenda. And everyone who owns one of these objectives needs to do a show and tell. And we're going to decide now upfront, day zero, what we're going to show and tell on day 30 and day 60, a something tangible to prove to the room that we are on track with this objective. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I like that idea of, of, you know, you set your 90 day objective, right. But we're really, we're also talking about accountability here, right. To one another as, as team members, When when you set those objectives and you identify the outcome, the key results, you know, that extra level of accountability, right. In 30 days, you've got a deliverable due on your objective. Yep. And, and, and the, and this, this show and tell, right. Um, is showing the rest of your team, your progress. That's it. And that's one of the key, you know, there, if we will talk about the weekly sync in a minute, but there's three objectives to the weekly sync. And one of them, one of the three main priorities is to make sure you're on track with these objectives. Right. So exactly. it makes sense to stop. All right. Here's the last piece that we can bring into, uh, when we set these objectives, mm-hmm. And we've got them on there. Uh, we didn't mention it, but somebody's got to own each objective, right? One owner. And then we ask a, deci- a question. What decisions can we make right now that would greatly accelerate the success of this objective? Meaning sometimes some of the reason that this objective hasn't had more progress in the past is because we've failed to step up and make some decisions. There's some really easy decisions. We're going to do this. We're not going to do this. We have three options. What, you know, which one? We might accelerate 45 days into this objective if in that room we make some bold decisions as a group. Yeah, and, and you know, we're not really, when we talk about those bold decisions, we're really not talking about changing the deliverable here, right? No, the, right. The, the, the idea is it's really, it's leveraging your team in that weekly sync, giving them visibility onto the work that you're doing and also giving an opportunity to ask questions, right? Um, and because other people, you know, some people might be um, linked to that objective and they might be playing a support role in getting those milestones done. Um, and, you know, they have, since they have visibility into it, they're going to have some thoughts around it. And that might help craft or mold those bigger decisions as they progress along, you know, accomplishing yeah. their, their yeah. objectives. Today's episode is sponsored by Keystone Search. CEOs, owners, and visionaries, having the right integrator can literally create rocket fuel for your business. Hiring the wrong one is expensive and can even damage the business you've worked so hard to build. The team at Keystone Search is expert at helping visionaries hire their ideal integrator. Keystone has conducted successful integrator searches across the country, and they are proud to say when EOS Worldwide needed a new integrator in 2016, Keystone was the firm of choice. If hiring a rockstar integrator is in your future, go to www.keystonesearch.com to download more information or give them a call. Keystone Search is here to help you. All right, so that's objectives. We want to set them at our our quarterly sessions um, when we're thinking strategically on the business, and then we go execute, and that's that's how we do this. The second section in Cadence is about healthy fit and having healthy fit conversations. Um, So there's, there's a lot in here to unpack. I'm going to try and do it quickly. But when we talk about healthy fit, the first part's healthy. Um, and, and healthy is really what 
is at the core of system and soul. We're going to talk about that a lot when we talk about people. So I'll save it for a future episode. Uh, but uh, there's a value fit there, right? Mm-hmm. Healthy and then fit. And the, the healthy, a lot of that comes from living out the values that we've established as the organization. We'll talk about that later. But then this idea of fit. And fit's an acronym. And this is really powerful. So you, you might want to write this down if you're sitting at a desk. Don't write it down if you're driving in a car. Here we go. Fit stands for fuel. Does it fuel your unique ability? The I is impact. Can they create or can you create impact in your role and timely? Is it timely to the person's trajectory? As they, if you think about the story arc of their career, you know, they're growing in their EQ, IQ, expertise, experience, that maybe their credentials or, or um, you know, certificates, whatever it might be that they would need for this job. But they at the right place. Are they, are they not quite there yet? Are they ahead of it? Um, so these are three questions, you know, you can even ask yourself if you're struggling with your role a little bit. Like, why don't I feel like perfectly alive in the role that I have right now in this organization? Well, am I values fit? Good question. And then am I a fit for this role? Does it fuel my unique ability? Am I able to create impact in this role? Um, and, and that means, you know, can I leave this role better than I came into it? Can I, can I come into this role and create more value for the organization than you might even think is capable in this role? Can I top grade this uh, role? So what kind of impact can I create? And then is it timely? Does it fit my trajectory? Right, so that's the idea of healthy fit. Yeah, Bench, you know, I, I love the, the healthy fit um, tool that we have. And specifically, you know, I, what I want to talk about is, is that timely piece, right? And, and if you think of like someone who maybe enters the finance department and their goal is one day to be a CFO, right? And, but maybe they're coming into your organization and they've got education and maybe they're handling ARP, right? But their goal is to be CFO. Well, they're not really ready yet to make that move. It's not the right time. But as that person continues uh, to invest in themselves, the company investing in them, and they rise the ranks, they become the controller, et cetera. There's a pathway, right? And that's really what we're talking about here. Because, you know, as, a, as an executive leadership team, it's, it's their fiduciary responsibility to put the right people in the right seat. And so, yeah, sometimes... Um, you know, as you're you're reviewing candidates and what have you, um, maybe not all the candidates or, or maybe none of the candidates meet exactly everything you need. And then you got to start paring that down a little bit. But the idea is it's got to be the right time for the company and it's got to be the right time for the employee. It's both, not just one. Yeah, I'm glad you called that out, Chris. So in these, the, you know, we're talking about healthy fit. How does that fit into cadence? So here's how it fits into cadence we need to be methodical about the conversations and the cadence of the conversations we have with our people around this idea. I'm going to say, I'm going to say fanatical. Fanatical. I'll take it. So we do this on two different levels. We want to do it weekly. We want to have a weekly conversation with the people that we work for and the people that we work, that work for us. And don't get overwhelmed. This can be, this is a water cooler type conversation. It can be five minutes, maybe 15 minutes. 
our objective in there, we want to build human connection. We want to build the trust. We want to get a pulse on how they're doing within their role, within their objectives, and just as a human. And we want to hunt for issues. It could be with them. It could be in their role. It could be way bigger. They could be seeing something else in, in the business that we don't see. So, you know, top two questions, you know, just, hey, what, hey, Chris, what are you working on? Oh, that's awesome. How can I support you? You know, right. or, or, you know, there's, we have a big list of questions, but it really boils down to those two. What are you working on and how can I support you? And just building that into the cadence of the conversation over time is, is going to do all those things. So you're going to build the relationship and you're going to uh, build the results. Yeah, I'm a huge fan um, of, I call those stand-up meetings. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're short, quick bursts of information. Um, and it is a two-way conversation it's 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 the it's the manager and the managee right and and it's what it's doing is it's keeping it's keeping the manager in sync with their direct reports yeah but it's not this big like to your point it's not this big overwhelming heavy lift another meeting like we all want another meeting right no this is this is like this is quick 15 yep. minutes yeah hey bench what are you working on? How can I support you this week? You know, give me some visibility into to what's going on in your world. And that updates me as your manager, right? So I'm keeping the circles connected with you. Flow of communication is not broken. And then we both leave on the same page with absolute clarity. That's the outcome. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because we need the discipline as managers to have these conversations. How freaking cool would it be if you had people that were, you know, all you, if they were woke enough, right, to be asking their manager these questions. Hey, what are you working on? How can I that's support right. you? Can yeah. you imagine if you had a team of people that was at? Oh my god! That and question? that's—I mean, I know we're 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 approaching nirvana here, but it, <laughs> but it is it is attainable, right? If Absolutely. you have the mindset, because. You know, that's what great leaders and managers do. I mean, really, I, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, right, for it another is. time. But I'll say one thing about it. Great leaders are great listeners. They're not doing all the talking. They ask one or two open-ended questions, and they listen. They listen with the intent to understand, right? And that's what great leaders and managers do. And and to your point, it's a two-way conversation. It's not, it's not top down. This yeah. is a two-way conversation, proactive, intentional yeah. with a very short agenda. Cause we're, we're going to be disciplined here. We're not going to, you know, it's 15 productive minutes, but, um, but that uh, I, I think, you know, when we pull this and all anchor this back down to healthy fit, um, it, it's, it's such an important piece. Um, and it, and it really, um, you really, it's tough enough right now with talent acquisition, right? Oh yeah. It, it's tough enough. But uh, I tell you what, if you just can use some of these tools and, and improve your uh, communication, because that's what we're really talking about too, is improving communication, staying on the same page, because, you know, we all look at it this way in the organization. We have one vision, we have one team and one voice. That, that goes to your point about, could you imagine if a manager asked the manager those questions? That, that is transformative. It is. And that conversation, those small micro you know, investments make these big quarterly conversations where we go deep dive more natural. 
it's yeah. not like we haven't had a human conversation, you know, in months That's and months right. and months. And now we've got to act like we care about each other. Right. So now we get into the deep conversation that we want to have, you know, set your own cadence. I, I love quarterly coaching conversations. Some people, yeah. it seems overwhelming. They move it to you know, twice a year. So we don't have to be so rigid here, but this is a bigger, deeper conversation. And I'm not going to go through this whole thing. We can kind of outline an agenda and put it in the, the show notes, but we want to go through the system side of, of them within the organization, their alignment to our mission, our, their core functions, their KPIs, their objectives. Uh, and then we want to get into the soul side, the value fit, the, the fit, the fuel impact timely questions. We want to talk through the culture, the habits, the attributes. Are they, um, are they feeling those? Are they participating in those? Um, and then we've got a, just a list. And I don't, again, these are thought starters as their questions that we can ask in here to create a dialogue. Uh, this is not a list that we have to go through all 10 questions. It's like pull out the one that's going to work the best that feels most relevant to the conversation. And then let's work issues. Let's let them bring in um, issues, opportunities that they see and feel. We'll do the same with them. It could be, you know, based on any of these fit type questions, or it could be something totally irrelevant that we haven't thought of, but let them bring them. We'll bring some and we'll prioritize and figure those out and together. Uh, and then re uh, always we want to recap, you know, what commitments and actions did we make in this meeting and, and conclude, set, set that up, leave, leave healthy, leave well, make sure the air is cleared. We've also got a set of tips for those conversations. We will put those in the show notes as well. This is a big struggle for a lot of, it feels vulnerable because a lot of people feel like they don't do these well and they get intimidated by them. But this is really an opportunity to just step into it and, you know, it always goes better than people fear. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, it's, it's been proven the more touches you have with your direct reports, the healthier the relationship, right? Because uh, to your point, there's not these huge time gaps where they're not communicating. And that's where, yeah. that's where, that's where, you know, ambiguity can sneak in all kinds of, of oh, things yeah. can sneak in when, when you're not communicating effectively or, or frequently. And I think, you know, I think the weekly sync is probably one of the most powerful tools um, you know, whether you do 60 minutes or 90 minutes, uh, just following that agenda is going to give you all the information you need that you need to be apprised of as a leader or manager in the meeting. Right. But then the real value there to your point is, is building the, this list of opportunities and objections. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You slipped in there to the weekly sync, which is what we're going to next. You know, the, when we're talking about the healthy fit conversations, just to make sure we're clear, these are one-on-one -on -one conversations. And now when we get to the weekly sync, we're having team conversations. This is you leading the team that you lead. Uh, you know, we're really looking to stay on track, stay connected and address opportunities. Opportunities may be a new word. You know, we, some people struggle with, you know, no, this is an issue, not an opportunity. And I promise you there is an opportunity on the other side of every issue. We just have to get through it. And that, that paradigm shift will actually help people um, bring and surface issues, you know, what we call issues, 
if they're not afraid that they're issues. If, if we have a mindset that they're opportunities, people will bring them more often and have a little more of a strategic thought around there. So yeah, like Chris said, um, our, when we talk about a weekly sync, we're, we're meeting with our team. We have an outline of an agenda. We're, we're gonna connect for about 10 minutes. We ask, you know, one word, describe how you're feeling. Give us your biggest win from last week. And, you know, is there a core value shout out that you, you saw one of your team members do and uh, just absolutely live out one of the core values of the organization. And then we get into the cadence piece, which is just five to 10 minutes. We're gonna look at our scoreboard. Uh, we're gonna look at our objectives and we're gonna look at our actions and our actions are the things we committed to at the end of the previous meeting. And then here, here's a big, uh, big idea but in the next section we're going to work our opportunities and chris you, you mentioned that this meeting is 60 to 90 minutes look it depends on the season of your business the maturity of the business the size of your team the level of the team within the organization some people need 30 minutes to work on their opportunities some need 60. so set it for the most that you think you would need and if you start to get into a cadence where you're finishing early, start to shorten it. Um, right. It works better than, than going long. Don't go long. You're set, you know, once you set that time, you need to stay committed to what you set. And so if you feel like you're not getting through enough opportunities, then you need to, to increase that. So when we work our opportunities, we want everybody to get an opportunity to bring things to the table as opportunities. We want to prioritize them. When we prioritize them, we want to think about impact versus urgency. We want, to, we want to lean into the important because the urgent will find a way to get done. Uh, and then we uh, have a process for working opportunities. So Chris, tell them how we solved that. <laughs> Define, align, and take action. So we all deal with hundreds of issues every day, right? Coming at us from all different channels. And... The idea here is when you do your weekly sync, you're going to have the, this list of opportunities and, and, and obstacles, I call it. And you've got to prioritize it, right? And you got to run it through uh, a filter. To your point, uh, uh, impact and urgency to the organization. It, it might it might have a uh, uh, an urgency for someone, but the impact is really it wouldn't matter what quarter you did it in it's not a it's the impact's not going to happen this quarter well you might take that and you might park that and choose something else that has a higher urgency higher impact um to the organization so once you identify and prioritize the list we have this acronym dat define align and take action so when you tee up your opportunity you've got to go to the root of it you got to tell us what it specifically is in a sentence or two don't tell me a story it's almost and i'm not suggesting rapid fire either because i want to give people plenty of time to talk but you got to say it in one or two sentences and just go to the heart of it and 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 go to the root, right? Because if you're if you're just going to deal with the symptoms and treat that, it's going to come back. So go to the root and define it specifically. Then you've got to align it with your roadmap. Or where does it fall 
in the roadmap. Now, the S2 roadmap is a one-page business plan, and I will guarantee you everything that you need is on that one piece of uh, uh, one document. You can actually print it out, laminate, bring it to every meeting, because I guarantee you all of those opportunities or obstacles, if, if they don't land in your map, then how important is it? So another filtering mechanism, right, to make sure that you're always working on the most important opportunities in your organization. So once you've aligned it, where it lands on the roadmap, you're going to have a robust discussion. You're, everybody's got uh, an opportunity to speak to the opportunity. And here's what we're really focused on when we apply DAT. We are here to solve. Okay, that is the outcome. We are here to solve. We're here to take action. Now, I'm not saying you're going to necessarily find, you know, the end all be all answer, you know, in the time frame you have to discuss it, but you've got to have an action item coming out of the discussion. So therefore, everybody's mindset needs to be about how can we solve this? How can we solve this? We need to solve. Now, let's say when you, you've defined it, you've aligned it, we've, dis, we, we've had the discussion, now it's time to take action. And let's just say, you know, there's five people on the team and Mackenzie came up with what we feel is the best solve, okay? We don't rule by consensus here. So if one or two people aren't in a full agreement, um, you're going to have to get behind and support it, your team. But the idea here is, Let's take action. And if it requires 30 days to solve this opportunity or obstacle or issue or whatever, then you're just going to tell us what can you get done by next week. And if you get that done, we're going to take another action for the following week and you'll just systematically go out. So you'll have four, you know, let's call them to do's, right? Four to do's over four weeks to complete and finish that action that will solve whatever the opportunity or obstacle was. And great. You know, other times it might be a bigger lift where holy mackerel, you know, this is going to take us six months to solve. No problem. Let's create some objectives, 90 day deliverables and break them down into actions and, and just apply the same methodology. So the idea here is your, your, your mindset is to get in there and solve the issue, whether it's a, a multi-layered solve or a singular solve that can truly get done in one week. The idea is your mindset is don't get stuck talking in circles about it. Don't start telling stories. Don't start going down rabbit holes. Stay on point and go with the mindset of a solve. So if you're in your weekly sync, and just as an example, let's say, you know, Peter tees up an issue that he needs our help to solve, but I actually think I have the solve. Is it okay if I offer the solve before we have any discussion? Why not? It's just a discussion. Hey, you know what guys, I think I can solve this right now. I'm like, cool, let's hear it. And you, and, and let them, let them give the solve. And if there's something there, fantastic. If there isn't something there, go to the next person and continue the conversation. But the mindset, let's 
get through this and let's come up with a solve and create an action. There's so much here. I think, you know, you and I could talk about this forever. Um, I want to give you one other quick tool, then we'll move on. And it's, it's the idea of solved for now, uh, because especially, you know, when there's a people issue, people opportunity that we're working yeah. on, you may not be able to solve it permanently, but you might be able to come up with a great next step. And that oh, great yeah. next step, it, is, it, it doesn't feel solved. You want it to feel solved. I want to make some decision yeah. where this whole thing feels resolved. It might be a better word, right. resolved, right. right? Okay, but it's solved for now. There's nothing else that this room can do about it right now. So we're solved for now. Yeah, that's right. And that really comes down to, you know, when you think about, you know, when you're solving, right, the solve's got to be attainable. It's got to be realistic. And and to your point, you know, maybe it's just a good solve for now. And we understand that potentially it could come back, but maybe we don't have enough information. Maybe we don't have enough, you know, whatever resources, but it's good enough for now. You can't get any more entrepreneurial spirit than that right there. That's right. That's right. We're back to the 80-20 year old. All right, guys, that's Cadence and the System and Soul model. We want to get our organization moving at the same pace. Our three primary tools to do that, our objectives, our healthy fit conversations, and our weekly syncs. We'll be back. Uh, we have a special guest next week, and uh, we'll be getting back to more of the model soon. See you next week for more System and Soul.